Welcome to Thinky Comet, a collection of nuanced conversations about the Black experience. I'm your host, Mia Marie. On this podcast, we explore topics that empower, educate, and illustrate the necessity for honest conversations about being Black, all with the aim of reaching personal liberation and challenging systems of oppression. Hello. Oh, I don't sound that gay. Is <laughs> <laughs> that trade? Y'all want to say and with this haircut? <laughs> I told you I'm a trade That's so funny. Okay, cool. I forgot that we have the same desk. Oh, I think I bought mine first. It's okay. COVID. Oh. We were all by a desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Just kidding. <laughs> I was in this training the other day. And and they were saying that equal fatics is important for like people to feel included at work. And like fatics is just I guess another term. I need to Google this. I didn't Google this. What is this other Context clues, what you think it's <laughs> All right. These are my context clues. And what I remember and I'll go back and I'll make sure that's correct. But it was essentially small talk and how small talk is important because people feel connected. And I always see these memes and people are like, fuck your small talk. And like, I just, just came here to work. I come, I clock in, I clock out, and I go live my life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'm just like, why are you so anti? But you're there like for forever. Exactly. I'm there yeah. all day. Why not be present in this moment and be like pleasant? You know, I think I have that. I, 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 I always think that like, Nine times out of ten, I would rather not be at work. Yeah. So, like, why not make it pleasant? Exactly. Why not have, like, you know, why not make it a good time and still be productive? Exactly. And I'm like, so what do you, what do you want to do instead? (laughs) 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 Bitch. No, you just want to sit there and be quiet and unpleasant. Like, I don't know. know. Like, I live alone. I'm just going to, like, I don't want to be here. And you know what? I'm going to be a bitch about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, okay, dude. I'm going to take it out on you. Yeah. So I was Although just... at the same time, I do not like when people overshare at work. <laughs> what constitutes oversharing for you? Like, I would rather not be in the situation where everyone in the office thinks that you called off work for, like, X reason. But I know <laughs> that you called off work for Y reason. <laughs> Like, I want to be amongst the Xers. <laughs> Jack said, don't tell me no secrets. <laughs> I don't want to keep no secrets. Uh, don't tell me any secrets. I do feel that way. Especially now, I do feel that way sometimes. I'm like, I'm yeah. in HR. Don't, you know? I know. And it, I know, and they always be, everyone in HR try to be your friend. Uh, they do. And no. then you send your ass up. No. You said no. <laughs> That's not we true. We do not do that. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. Yeah. In all of my opinions right now of my own. But I would say that as Sa- I'm just same. A, same. I know. These are our opinions. Okay. As individual people. Uh, and this is just most of them just cracking jokes just to crack. Them. <laughs> exactly. Disclaimer on that. Disclaimer. <laughs> These is jokes. Creative liberty. <laughs> no, HR doesn't set people up. We're just people, people. Yeah, and I'm just a people person. Like, my ideal place of work would be super creative. You know, you would like the people you work with. There'd be some laughter. We don't have to be friends, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just want to laugh all day and, you know, yeah. have good conversations. Yeah. I like yeah. working with people. If it's meaningful interactions, 
But I think you have to have the small talk to have a meaningful interaction. Yeah, I think small talk is a great way to begin the conversation, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to open it up. Because I feel like if you do it correctly, it can be very unarming and you can open open the floor up to what you really want to talk about. Yes, exactly. And it just like builds that like initial trust or familiarity with somebody you know like oh i know you do this thing and that sounds so cheesy to people but it's like people these are the same we're the same folks that complain that we don't have relationship skills <laughs> I'm like this is one of the relationship skills no. <laughs> the interpersonal skills and yeah. so it's just interesting how are you doing jack what's going on with you tell me about these races you've been running oh i haven't been running any races actually no but like in the past week but you ran the races this year oh like previously yeah yeah tell us about the races um tell us as india oh yeah because you didn't really introduce me oh we didn't introduce you oh damn i'm just like a big stranger they've been talking to <laughs> listening in on our conversation oh yeah tell us about yourself well that's because i'm so excited i'm like oh my friend's here we got my equipment we got a whole studio so i was like i know i was like "Ooh, damn bitch you got money in here Hold up, don't be putting oh my, my <laughs> It's your broken ass. Take. I know. It's, ooh. Is that a roach? Um, I'm just kidding. You're not okay. Anyway, tell us about you. Um, well, let me jump in and introduce myself. My name is Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jack. Yeah, I go to school. Yeah. Yeah, no, my name is Jack. I um, live in the DMV area. I'm a political fundraiser. Me and Nielo knows each other because we went to the same college together in Chicago. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. That I've actually never asked you this. Okay. How do you feel with the state of politics right now and just the state of, like, the Democratic Party? That's who you primarily fundraise for. How do you feel ideologically in this moment in your job? Is it – are you hopeful like, how do I feel about, like, just the currency, like, right now? We, yeah, the climate. Yeah, like, with everything. Um, Especially in D.C. Like, both at the federal level. And I'm sure there's different opinions that you may have at the federal and local levels. Mm-hmm. But I'm just curious, like, how are you I feeling? feel like, honestly, Molly, we in danger, girl. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I am scared. Like, <laughs> Sorry. I really am. I'm really, I'm really scared, like... Um, I was watching the news, and I've been listening to, um, what is it, Up First on NPR. I think that was it. Or maybe the Daily on NYT. But they were talking just, like, how low President Biden's approval rating is. And and they were comparing it to, like, the levels of George W. Bush during, like, the 2008 recession. And, like, Trump. Yeah. And, like, I was like, ooh. Ooh. (laughs) I was like, everything there list, I was like, oh, ooh. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh, okay. It, it was hurting. It Felt got like, worse. It was sharp worse. jabs. Yeah, it was hurting. Remember kidney shots? <laughs> okay, it was kidney. Okay, and that's how. It, and I was like, dang, like, I don't. I think that I'm not saying I thought that there would be a lot of pink hats flooding our streets. Yeah. Right now, but I thought there would be a lot more uproar. And it didn't happen. But I also think that everyone's a bit exhausted. Yeah, everyone's so exhausted. Yeah, because I'm not saying, like, it felt like a damn. But it kind of did kind of feel like a damn herd across the country. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, I think 
everyone's exhausted. There's a lot going on. There's the pandemic, especially. It's very interesting that George Floyd was really the last time, the only time we really galvanized together. And it was like also during a time when things were shut down. So I think there's like also been other structural pressures and things that have like pushed people to like not be able to engage in that type of disruption consecutive days. You know what I mean? Like people to not work and to do those things. So I feel like that is by design also, right? Like people are not being encouraged to take the streets. Not like we were then, but... No, I don't think we were then because when everyone took to the streets, I was living in Chicago in Bronzeville and we had the National Guard. Yeah. And we still took to the streets. No, but and I, mean, I was in Chi Town. Shout out! No, but so I don't know what the fuck y'all was doing up here. But we were still bang banging. Okay. But right, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just JK. Where was LOL. I at? New York. Oh, yeah. York, okay. New York. No, no, that's not what I mean. I'm saying like we also as a society, like everyone was shut down. It was like stay home to not spread the disease. And so I think that disconnection and people not having to work made people really stop and question the system in a way that like when you're busy working, when you're stressed out because of inflation, when you're stressed out because of the rising cost of oil, that you're like, oh, I have to go to work. And like, you know what I mean? Then it felt like that was our first time to really pause and question our way of living. And I feel like we haven't been able to do that again. You have, We haven't had that space to do that again. Yeah, and I think that honestly started during like Trump's presidency. Or no, I'm kidding. I think it started during... Obama's presidency, when we started seeing like, oh yeah, the one you know, the chip away of like social norms and what we were used to or how we were used to seeing people treat or talk about a president of the United States, and then Trump came out swinging, yeah, during the campaign trail, and then okay, <laughs> and then when um, a homie got elected. He went off, okay? He went off, okay? He said, I said I, I said it, did it. I said it, did it. And I'm really like, oh. This is giving me whiplash right now. I'm like, I have PTSD. Those are very depressing years. And why? Well, he said, I said it, I did it. Okay. I Googled I him like, oh every day. God. It was not healthy. Okay. I Googled him every day. I was like, what are we you doing today? Well, I, oh my goodness. Like, talk about things that did made my mental health deteriorate. Okay. okay. And then we went into fucking COVID. Oh. Girl, I was already an anxious mess. Okay. And that shit was like, like depression. Duh. Okay. Anxiety. Duh, duh. Okay. I was like, enough. Okay. I know you said you ain't gonna put more on me than I can bear, but damn. And then life was like, duck, give you buck. Right? <laughs> you were talking about enough. It's like, duck, give you buck, bitch. And I was like, I'm okay. not buck. I am getting my ass whooped. <laughs> I am getting my ass whooped in these streets. Can you stop? <laughs> that was me. To okay, like, okay, look at me. We got it. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, no, I'm, sure. I'm like, I think that we're in danger. Um, and I think that after working on the 2016 election and seeing the results come out, I like, I don't know what the American people are feeling. Oh, and you can never be surprised now because what you think to be true, I mean, Ugh. okay. I agree. I mean, I'm also terrified. But you say, let me down. Just I, let no, me down. No, no. I, I want I'm, we need to be honest about these things. Yeah. And I don't think that. We always operate in honesty or the same reality. So I like to say, say things very plainly as they are. So I appreciate that because I agree. Like, I think we are in danger. We can't take these things for granted. But I also would just say that we don't have any strong democratic leaders on the national level. You know, not, I don't think that are like 
really making the decisions that are progressive enough. We are asking for a different way of life, Gen Z and millennials, I think especially. And I think change is hard for a lot of people, but it's honestly like if you don't change, you're going like this, this wave is coming. Like we are all so exhausted. We're depressed. We're, we need this life that we're living is not sustainable. And there we could make changes and decisions now that would make it easier for other people, for everyone. Like other countries are doing these things. Europe is doing these things. So that's how I feel about it. I also feel that like, so with work, cause I did a lot of Midwest regional fundraising and then also like the South regional fundraising. So like I've visited just about every state there and like, you know, did the whole campaign stuff. Damn. Really got to see how people were on the ground <laughs> and foreign see lands. The world. I feel like, you know, living in large cities and like, you know, you're in New York, I'm in DC and being in Chicago or whatever, like a lot of the other places don't really be worried about the shit we be worried about. Or like <laughs> like real talk. Like it don't be like so forefront for them. That's yeah, I mean, no, this is we need to know this. Yeah, this I good feel like I feel like on the coast, like of course, like we get we care about like you know budget allocation stuff like that. But I just feel like we kind of talk a lot about like um, social politics and like identity politics. I'm not saying like there's anything wrong with that. I think that's great. I think that's great. But I think that a lot of that, uh, a lot of that, and like visibility and like acceptance kind of work, kind of like um, takes away from like the rest. Uh, emphasis on the rest of like the platform too you know what i mean mm-hmm. so and i think that like when we think about progressives and stuff like that um a lot of times it wasn't like city spaces right and i'm not saying i disagree with them and like i'm not saying yeah, yeah. that but they're representing their district or their yeah. state um you know what i mean yeah and i'm not saying like the advocacy should stop and all of that but i also feel like we could like talk about other things like you know what are the things we should talk about? I think this is good. And I don't like, I'm not against Why is the gas anything. so damn high? Yeah. Like, what are we doing to do that? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we need to really, really talk about it. I feel like, and if we're going to sit here and hammer the Supreme Court, I just feel like there's other things that we could, like, also mention that that, that the Supreme Court has done that has been bogus. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> in a, like, in addition to Roe versus Wade, it's like, girl, don't get on um, death row no more. Oh my goodness! And well, be innocent because it's a wrap. Oh, because the, yeah, they're like you can't appeal even if they come with like new. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I do remember that. That was like yeah, no, that was one of the it. first you know ones. I mean? That was one of the first ones that they okay. passed. Yeah, uh, but it's been so dramatic. How does one keep up with it? But no, like I feel like that Democrats. If we're talking about just like comparing just those two political, like just the two political parties that we have now, to your point, we do focus on maybe issues that aren't as appealing to like a broader audience, but that in itself is also by design, right? Not, and that's the part that I think is where I'm yeah, at. I think, I, think, I think a lot of that has to do with the electoral college though. That's those pressures. But I feel like we, no, but I feel like Oftentimes, like after the reformation, and we may edit this out, but after the reformation, I'm all for the right? <laughs> during the reformation, that was, I feel like, America's first and only time at really being like, okay, we are going to reform and make the wrongs, make right the wrongs mm-hmm. of slavery with the 
all of that they did with the Freedom Fund in the South. Like, though, I think those were real efforts. With the, those were our first lie. elected black governors and senators. Yeah. Like, that was the first and only time. After that and since then, there's been a gentleman's agreement between two parties in this country that maintain power as it is. And that's, that is the, that's the truth that I think nobody wants to hear. And I feel afraid to even say it, but it's the truth. Jason, I don't feel afraid to say not a goddamn thing. <laughs> you say yeah. Let the church say amen. Okay. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but yeah, no. But it's true. You know what I mean? And so that for me, by design, like why don't we have better messaging as a party, as a political party? Is it like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, as you as the these folks have, you have all this celebrity pull to have the hottest celebrities at all of your events and at all of your concerts. Yeah. You can't recruit the same the best marketers, the best me- well, like I mean to be quite honest with you, um, besides like the consulting side, if you're a staffer in a campaign, it's you're not rich. That's true too. You know what I'm saying? And, and so, that's also I mean, by design. Right. Well, like, I would have to say, yeah, it's by design because campaigns are all based on donations. Um, there's like no, there's like no money from the government to help you run like a, a successful campaign. Except back in the day, they don't know more. It ended after 2012. Um, we did um, used to get like 40 million dollars, I think, for each party to put on their own convention. That's great. Maybe 20. I may, I may have doubled it. I think it may have been 20. That's great. Or it could have been 40. But, I mean, also things that are, like, structurally inequitable, local officials or (laughs) elected officials, excuse me, are not paid generally. And they're not usually generally paid well. So the people that... But they come out rich as hell. But... Questions that need answers, but I'm just saying though. But there's a, there, but if you have the, but you, but you still need initial capital to get in, right? Yeah. Like you need initial money to need, like campaign, need, yeah. And I, just, at, least, at least initial network, an initial network. But I just think there are just structural barriers. I think as like an external person looking in, you know the ins and outs of running for office. So for you, it does seem feasible, and it is feasible for regular every, everyday people to run for office. But it's I think hard. there's a mental block though, and it is hard because. You have to, you are, you still need to maintain that 40 hour plus week and your livelihood week and your livelihood. Cause you're not going to get paid mm-hmm. as an elected official, but some folks get in and they make, they come out rich and you're just like, well, damn, how did, how does that happen? Or some folks come in rich as hell. Exactly. Questions that need yeah. answers, questions that need answers. And I'm not a person that's anti-government by any, any means. I just think that we don't live in a society that is. Like, I don't know. People are not present. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not always present in the ways that I feel like we should be or I should be. We're not present to how things are like decisions are made and how like the world is moving around us and shifting around us. And it's like, what are we what are we doing right now? (laughs) And I just feel like this is one of those things where I'm like, let's speak truth to power. This is what is going on. I honestly just think that there needs to be like a more democratized, like democratized. Like, I don't think it's really democratized right now. It's just the same kind of person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's such so rare that it's just like a blue collar person going into, into um, AOC. Remember she yeah. was a, wait, a yeah. waitress. No, I mean, no, no, bartender. Yeah. Wait, like, Corey think, Bush? Is that her name? Yeah, Corey Bush. Corey but, but, Bush. You know, but, it, but it's yeah. so like. No, uh, it is very rare. But those yeah, are just two rare. people yeah. that I think are very remarkable. Um, especially in the U.S. House of Representatives, because that's really supposed to be the um, the people's house. Girl, <laughs> the people's but house. But it also costs like a, like millions at least a million dollars to run like a viable campaign in each district at least yeah I believe all of it but I, I all of it just builds into 
knowledge is power. We have to be aware of this. And this stuff is also struck. It's like intended by design, but people make decisions to enforce it. And that's the part. Like these systems have been created, but like everyday people, people have power that like reinforce these systems of power. And it's what's that's a that's because, that's a key I right mean, there. Because you can't have power <laughs> if people participate. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. stop like if folks stop participating then like the we wouldn't have no power. Exactly. But everyone but everything's like participating. Another topic. <laughs> okay, what else is going on? What's up? What's going on in your personal life? I'm getting a dog on Tuesday. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, Brooke. Blake. <laughs> Not Brooke. Uh-uh. Let's do that again. Blake. Blake. <laughs> I'm gonna keep the I know. I know. Yeah, Blake. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh-huh. Come up on my breeder. Don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, because I was like, oh, is it adopted? No, I didn't want to get an adopted dog. <laughs> a lot of folks that I got, like, they took theirs back because they were fear of their lives. Like, it was some kind of, like, behavioral stuff. And, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying don't get it, don't adopt. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I just know that, like. You are too controversial for my platform. I know. You're going to have to edit that out. You're going to have to edit that out. I know, yeah. I'm like, that might get you. Just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying that. It's just like, I mean, I just, I wanted a very specific kind of dog. Mm-hmm. And I've never had a puppy, per se. I always yeah. had, like, a young adult dog. And I just really wanted this kind of dog. <laughs> you know what? Do it. America. America. Okay. You know we capitalism. Can all capitalism. Don't we all, every day, make excuses for how we just give in a little bit? Okay. Which, you know, honestly. Because they're like, they're like, oh, but if they, if you don't get them, um, like. They're not euthanized. And I'm like, I hear you worried about that. But there are black children and black adults who cannot read. Let me just deflect, okay? I just need to deflect for a moment right now. I'm like, I hear you worried about this little animal. But there are people. Okay. But I mean, animals have to have advocates too. But like. Yeah. No, I feel you. No, but honestly, with capitalism, like we're all just operating in this world so we just are doing what we can you know and so like some people we all make excuses for that thing that we do like use amazon still or you know we all have to i don't know we just participate in some hand and for me i've been trying to be kinder to myself about that and Mm -hmm. others because that's just the society we live in you know do what you can so anyways tell us more about your. but i do think that it okay i'm not gonna talk about that no more no, but it is a real, like, that's, there are real causes, though, that we should support. And that's not to say that, like, don't support these causes or these mm-hmm. ideas, but just do it with grace. Yeah. 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 What were you going to say about Brooke, though? I mean, <laughs> Blake. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Blake. He said, what's, your ba- what's her name from Girlfriends Who Kept Messing Up? That baby name, Jabari. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. Tony. Tony kept calling that little boy every other name. But anyways, Blake, um, pick her up on Tuesday. Ooh, yeah. that's so soon. It is very soon. I have to go buy her um, I know. crate. Do you have the crate yet? Do you have food? That was very... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, because it's Friday, you're in New York. I'm like, are you going to do this online? What are you going to DC? I'm sorry. Well, this is, I mean, that honestly, was legit honestly, honestly, that is It's the Virgo in me. No, 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 no. It's, it's, that, that's, a, that's, I mean... Shit, we ain't got no baby formula. How you know they're going to be a crate? Baby formula. <laughs> a 
exactly. Right. I know, but I'm still betting on a little bit of normal um, normalcy from America that I can get a last minute crate. Why don't you just order it online at this point? Well, to be honest with you, I kind of, because I still have to look up how large she's anticipated to get because they keep asking, like, they do it by, like, measurements. <laughs> <laughs> I still have but to look. Like, it like, is a Friday, yeah, people. You just like, get in the dark on Tuesday. Like it in like, I don't know. I it was it was like a whole bunch of inches, and like you know you got to convert the inches to the feet, and okay. so it, I think it was like seventy eight inches or something like that. And I just was too lazy to do the math to figure out how long that was in my head. So, <laughs> but anyways, I digress. I'll get the crate when I get it. it she gonna come home to a home. I'm I'll figure it out. Like, yeah. That's fun. That's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's cool. Like, I still think you should do it online. Were you going to go to PetSmart? Yeah, I mean, we do have stores in D.C. Oh, yeah, you do. I guess things are easier to, like, navigate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And In my head, I'm like, oh, my God. How would I deliver? I need that delivered and oh, yeah, carried yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Oh, yeah, and um, I have a car- access to a car now, too. Oh, yeah. Y'all do have a car. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. My bad. Which it broke ass. You would have, I, I don't understand why you would order it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, you thought that broke ass a little too. Okay, what's that girl's name? Brandy no, from Real Housewives. <laughs> Brandy. Oh my god, I've been loving Real Housewives. I love it, Real Housewives. Can we talk about how much I love it? It just is the perfect escape. So is Married to Medicine. I know. Oh, I do feel so like good. it's getting like very messy, messy. Like, it's getting messy, messy. Which one's getting messy? Oh, Married to Medicine is getting, like, messy, messy. Oh, yeah. Married to Medicine okay. is getting... She is getting... Do you... Yeah. Jack loves the villain. In every show, he's like, who's oh, no, the villain? No, 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 I'm going to no, love no, that. No, no. Like, the I most toxic character, Jack loves the toxic character. Because he... I think he's the problem. I am not the problem. <laughs> I am kidding. not the problem. But you love the problem. I think that... I feel that... Why do you love the problem? Because I, I don't think that they're the problem. I mean, they're just overly honest. I think that they say aloud a lot of things that folks are saying or thinking. Yeah, we could say that. Mm-hmm. But and like, there ain't going to be no fake bitches say behind their back. But yeah, like, sure. You I mean, they say, will because they probably said they it before. Are, they would, but I know because they all do. No, they're fake bitches too because that's their friend. They all and you are okay, like, and I am trying to do this friendship. I feel like every time you watch, for folks who drink, next time you watch for a drinking game, you should. Take a sip every time you hear the word friend. Oh, on these shows. Yes, <laughs> that would you're going to hear that shit like 50 times. <laughs> I was trying to be a friend to you. I just feel like you are not being a friend. And I, <laughs> you know, we are together trying to build this friendship. I'm like, I want to empower like, women. <laughs> I just like want to empower other women. I just like being around other boss bitch women and friends. I love it. And it's so yeah. like I love watching it. I'm like, oh man, this is so cathartic. <laughs> But yeah, so Jack, in summary, likes the toxic person <laughs> who says the unnecessarily I mean, blunt. No, it's unnecessarily spicy. honest because it's like, sure, everyone's thinking these things, but you don't need to like put your friend, the person that you think is your friend, make the drinking game now <laughs> because as <laughs> many times as I'm saying, you don't need to make your friend feel like she's been put on blast by her okay. other friend. Okay, that's, that's not what friends Friends do. do. Okay. A friend would know that. Okay. <laughs> Which season are you liking more of the um, girls club or the girls trip? 
too, like the first or the second season. More. Honestly, I didn't watch this first one. Oh, okay. Um, this is my first season. Oh, I okay. feel that, to be quite honest with you, <gasps> if I may. Okay. <laughs> I find the series to be in, like, within my life and, like, the shows I watch. I kind of treat it as, like, a filler. Oh. Like, ooh. it's not, like, it's, I mean, it's entertaining nonetheless, but I don't feel that invested in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I just it just seems too produced to me. Oh. Yeah. And I feel like they may have, like, broken down the third wall a little bit, and so now I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this just got to well, like, I want to be back on the show. And I was like, oh, why are you talking to me? I know, I just said that. Are you You're listening like, in? This is too intimate, please. I just... I want to be back on Real Housewives in New York. I was like, oh. That, that part is weird like, for this I, season. I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah, it definitely is like, I was like a lot damn, of reflection. Joe, I can't even. But like... they're people; they're humans. It's yeah. very interesting, kind of. I think it is interesting though, seeing like, like the post reality. But they won't even life. talk about why she got kicked off. <laughs> she was and, like, uh, "No, mm-mm, well, we ain't talking about." Reasons. I just prayed. <laughs> Are you gonna bring up that mess, <laughs> Apollo? <laughs> oh my goodness, Jack is going in. <laughs> He was, when we were watching the show, he was dead quiet. So now I'm just like, he kept all this. He was just like, I'm ready. We about to, I have ideas, okay? Yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I just think that, um, I mean, it's not that good. I do, I have been watching um, The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Love it. So good. It is so good. I mean, it's so messy. I don't know. I feel like. If they don't watch out, they are creeping into love and hip-hop territory. Oh, you think so? I think so. Oh, no. I think it's getting, like, the things they say to each other, it's just getting so gutter to me. Yeah. Well, another one of your problematic faves. I don't mean, but to... Marlo, whenever she, she do say some ghetto, some gutter shit, but this should be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, okay, the bigger question this source of entertainment, especially this is the inky comments, we have to talk about it. Yeah. I feel like it is a guilty pleasure. I still, I like, I, I need to think more about it because this show is not the best portrayals of women, especially black women. You know, but as as a non-black woman, tell me more. <laughs> but as a black man, I would yeah. say I, and this could, and I hope. Let me know if this don't come off as some cool shit. Like, let me know. Okay. But, like, I just don't allow that to be the narrative when I watch those kinds of shows. Um, because I don't think that, especially, like, when you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta and they get, like, really messy and very, like, just, like, off the chain. I know that that's not a fair to pick. Like, that's not how black women are all the time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, but that's because you have exposure to black women. You have a black mother. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. and like so. I, I definitely get that perspective. But I also feel that. But I also feel that when you do that, because I. But I, I feel like yeah, I have. Um, I have that perspective, right? But also when I see like evil white people on. Um, or, I'm sorry, murderous <laughs> white people on like oh. the news or like in movies. I don't think that all white people. Are murderous, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think, and but yeah, so I feel like continue. allowing yourself to like allowing allowing that to feel like that's going to be a narrative. It just seems that it's not. It's in essence, it kind of feels like you're not. It's like an it's it's not coming from like living in abundance. You know what I mean? Like it's more black people than that, and like if and I'm smarter than that, and like if you were to think that, like if a person were to think like that's how all black people are, then they're just idiots. They're dumb. 
But I don't have to be like, I don't have to change the way I feel about it because you just a dumb bitch. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. I mean, okay. So I definitely so feel if, you. Because if that's your takeaway from a show, then like. I definitely feel you. I definitely hear I can't, you. I can't, but I, I think can't that's also that. coming from your perspective. Like you have lived in different places. Like I think as people of color, especially as black folks, we have to learn the, to navigate the world from other people's perspective. And we understand inherently that we share it, that we're not the only people because we go into white institutions going like we're always in there in white spaces. But I think there are people, there are a lot of like pockets of people in the country that just do not interact with black folks intimately and media and Hollywood and our movies and what we consume has been so essential and how we have been socialized as a country and what we think about black people collectively. So I definitely hear that because I do think like, yes, there are abundance of black people. We should be able to like express the myriad of all the, like their different experiences and still be and our humanity still be honored. But then there's the other piece of like, what is the other content then? You know what I mean? To balance it out. And how can we also came like, I think there still does need to be some acknowledgement of that because the media has been so crucial and just like depicting some crazy ass problematic ideas about black people that have stuck and been very unhelpful, you know? And so I'm just curious because reality TV is also just a new medium. Like, mm-hmm. what is the long-term impact of it? It's hella entertaining. Yeah. But it like it's also a social experiment. I think it's really interesting too, just to, like learn about people watching it. Cause I like I love a mama's boy. I love the sisters show. I don't know. I just think like reality TV is a good way to see how like other people live. I mean, maybe I don't I do feel kind of conflicted with what I said earlier too, because I do feel that way. Like yeah. with Real Housewives and like loving hip hop and like black ink crew like if you think every black person is like that, go, <laughs> go to hell. Like, go to hell. But at the same That's time, basic like, as hell. if I see another slave movie come out. No more slave movies? Oh, like, <laughs> it's just like slave after slave movie, yeah. like, and, and another one. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean. Here's another struggle movie. Okay. Oh, wait. Or if we want to do black, if we're going to have a black, two black people in love, the black man's going to do the black woman dirty. They're uh-huh. going to have this conflicted relationship. And, a white and then otherwise. It's just going to be an interracial marriage mm-hmm. with, like, never having any black women as leading loves. Just had to say that also, because it's always, like, yeah, black man like with non-black like black women. Black persevering type of shit. Yeah. Like, it's just never not easy love. And easy love is usually, like, a black man with a non-black woman or, mm-hmm. like, a black woman with a non-black man. It's never, like, love stories are never, like, easy love between black people. Not the movies that we hear. Yeah. Sorry, I just went off because I was just like, "Wow, we're talking about it though." No, Ways that we're socialized. That because, uh, <laughs> a baby girl got ideas. Okay. <laughs> okay. So who because so who remember what Janet time? Jackson said in that one movie? Okay. Who is doing the bending? <laughs> oh, so you? Oh, so you doing the bending? I don't. Okay. <laughs> and then, now that was a fight. I don't know if I'm gonna keep. So tough. Ah, that's so funny. Hilarious. Ooh, I got two, two, two on my. I be seeing angel numbers all the time. Okay, okay? I don't believe in that shit because I'm a Christian. <laughs> That's fine. I believe in all of the good. As long as our angels aren't even literate. Okay, well, know. you and your white adventure class. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't remember. I don't white remember them angels reading in the Bible. You know what? I grew up missionary Baptist, and I would say where my religion is. I believe in God, and there are things that I'm like, 
took from my foundation as being a missionary Baptist. But I was practicing Buddhism for when I was in Cal- California. I still practice on my own. That was when I realized I was, I've been manifesting all my life. Exactly. I know. Oh, saying that line made me feel like fucking Oprah. <laughs> I've been manifesting my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it though? I love Oprah's podcast. I'm like, okay. damn girl, I love the you. The biggest gift you can give yourself is time. Is time. <laughs> I was like, yes it is. Okay, and that's what I'm doing right now. I'm giving myself some time. Exactly. Okay. I'm like, yes. Okay, is what is wrong with me, Oprah, it's today? It's me and you. No. <laughs> I'm waiting. Okay. So, <laughs> no, like, real talk, though. When I do listen to Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. I'd be like, I am, I'd be like, I am working on me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's always, like, in the morning when I start my day. In the shower, I'll start it. But I'm going to start okay. my day. Okay, would you say like, I'm putting in the work, Ayala? Okay. It was Oprah. No, but Ayala always used to tell you, you have to put in the work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to, that show, I used mm-hmm. to like it because I felt like it would Dope make me cry. <laughs> you remember that? You got that? You're a dope fiend manipulator. I don't remember that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that of her hundreds of episodes? No, there were so many no, episodes. No, you remember that? You hug your gay pastor. No. You don't remember she did the whole, I think it was like a two-part series of gay pastors. No, yes. oh, oh, she went there. She is. Ayala went. It was controversial. <laughs> it was controversial. <laughs> it was like when they were in the Dubai episode. They were like, "There are gay people in Dubai." Okay, and I was like, sitting there. I was like, I was like, "Dang, friends. they got them on TV being gay in Dubai." Because you know, I'm scared to go to Dubai. Gay. Yeah. Well, well, I don't. I mean, not not go to Dubai gay. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean go that, there that. to be gay. No, no, no or just gay. being gay. Yeah. Be like me being gay going to Dubai. Yeah, yeah, no. And on top of that, like, quite. A, my mom didn't raise me to go nowhere. I wasn't invited. Mm-hmm. Hello here. Okay. <laughs> you gotta tell me twice. Shit, I go spend my a late invite love. is not an invite, uh-huh. okay, and I didn't want to go anyway. <laughs> I didn't want to go anyway. <laughs> All right, you ain't gonna be kicking me out. Uh uh-uh, uh Okay, you ain't gonna be hanging me. <laughs> oh, that's what they do to the gays. Oh, damn. yeah, I know. Ooh, that's deep. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, damn, Jack. Because ah. it's real. It is y'all, real. And y'all need to, y'all need to recognize that. It's you, real out here. You know, it is real. That's actually very, you know, even I would just say, like, I know that's a very, yeah. just working in a global world. You just. I know. I don't know how, but because you didn't have, we didn't have mics last time we were doing this, but this mic and I don't have to hold it. I'm sorry to talk on it like I'm rapping. <laughs> I low-key feel like I'm spitting. <laughs> okay, but I'll tell that. Yeah, no, it's okay. Like it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I had nothing to say or to add to that. Um, but I did have something to add, but I was like, no, we kind of was kind of talking about work. But I was like, do I want to talk about work? Labor. No, no, it was just like I have coworkers that are very like were I've worked with people that have just been like careful about disclosing their just like being gay being queer at work because they we work in a global corporation and yeah. they're like what if i ever get sent to this country like that would be an issue there and i was just like remember talking to them just being like damn that's that's something that i wouldn't necessarily i consider that about race but i don't consider about that about like sexuality and i but think that, that like even that whole framework not to get hotel that is a slave mentality like, you are not in service. 
if they try to send you somewhere you don't feel comfortable, fuck that job. I know. Well, also, like, that's also just, like, do you need to grow in the company like that? But but in any case, I think that, but that is still something, like, I think people can still desire to, like, want to reach a certain level. And I think that in some companies, in some whatever, you have to sacrifice in ways that you may not want to sacrifice. And, like, I don't know if there's how many, and I, and I should know this, be better about this. I don't know how many countries in the world where it's legal or illegal to be gay. A lot. Exactly. Nice. Oh. So that would really, like, that could really limit someone. So I can understand kind of, like, the yeah. tension of I still want to be successful in this area of my life. Yeah, I mean, I feel that. I mean, <laughs> and I also feel that, like, I mean, if you're willing to do that, then you already know there's a sacrifice you're going to have to make. Yeah. And that's your person, like, your personal decision yeah that's your personal decision i mean i don't choose to live that way yeah no not as you no, do uh, i almost died in a <laughs> pandemic okay that girl was coming for my life every time i stepped out of my door okay girl yo that's listen the if y'all get wrapped up that i'm gay then like i mean look <laughs> They talked if about Jesus. If this is the hill. If, they, I don't, if they didn't like Jesus, shit, I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. If you, if, um, I mean, but at the same time, actually, I'm just kidding. There is no at the same time. <laughs> I almost fucking died. We was all in the house. I know. Like, Yo, the if, you, if, you, if, really if that was hard. not a perspective, like, adjustment on just, like, what's important, what's not important. That's very real. Then, yeah, you missed <laughs> a really big opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> No, okay. I had to do some healing. It was okay. like that's when Super came the... into my life. Yo, Yo. I we had Doctor Thema's homecoming. I don't know if you listened to that podcast. But, yeah, or Doctor Thema, Doctor Thema's homecoming. I don't know if you listen to that podcast, but it's so good. And yeah, no, that and um, what's her name, Leon Mahavis, that helped me get through the pandemic. <laughs> Especially after my breakup, I was like, girl, she had the one breakup album. <laughs> said, I was crying myself. in the shower. I know. <laughs> You said, I've cried in my room. I've cried in the kitchen. I've cried in my office space. Now I've cried in the shower. I've cried in my living space. I cried on the couch. On the roof. I cried in the stairwell, probably. Okay, you said, I'm going on Amazon. I need some sage in this bitch. Okay. (laughs) Clean it out, Lord. Hallelujah. Just kidding. But no, the pandemic was real. Yeah. I, what were we gonna say? Yeah, no, yeah, the pandemic was real. Um, any last words, Jack? It's been fun. This is fun. I have a whole ass studio. You do, do you remember? Have a whole studio. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. You've really been investing. Like this, it's a slow build. I know. I feel like you know, there's like a everyone talks about like investing in yourself mentally and like your mental health and stuff like that. But no, nah, bitch, you really investing in yourself. I can look at it. You can't look at it. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch. I mean, I have to say, I can't look at your mental and your. You know all that too, yeah. but no, like you bought, you got things and shit. I got things. You got a mix board. Look at I you was know. like, yo, you know, we still mm-hmm. broke. You said I got a but... microphone for me and for my guests. <laughs> exactly. I was like, we gonna do this okay. legit because okay. we used to do that on the iPhone and it was turned out great. <laughs> 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 it was a little shaky, but I'm glad you came, Jack. I'm so excited to party all weekend with you. Yay! I know because we out here. Friendship. We out here. All right, boo. Thank you for listening to Thinky Comet. If you are enjoying the podcast, subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Inky Comet to continue the conversation. Also, be sure to check out the Inky Comet soundtrack on Spotify. Until next time, be encouraged.